What's going on guys, Josh Huggett here, you're listening to The Veducated Podcast, uh, a podcast dedicated to helping educate new and upcoming vegans, seasoned vegans, and people that are veg curious. Uh, today's episode is on the man behind veganism. So without further ado, I'm going to get started. Uh, if you enjoy this style of podcast, so what I've done here is kind of, I've created a script and I'm going to read the script that I've created. If you like that, let me know. The next podcast that I do, I'm going to have like a kind of a bullet point system where it's just got the information in bullet points and then I'll just kind of expand on those on my own personal way. But without further ado, this is the man behind veganism. Donald Watson was born on the 2nd of September 1910 and was an English animal rights advocate who coined the word vegan and founded the Vegan Society. Watson was born in Mexborough, Yorkshire, the son of a headmaster in a mining community, an environment in which vegetarianism, let alone veganism, was unknown, unheard of and otherwise ridiculous. As a child, Watson spent time on his uncle George's farm. The slaughtering of a pig on the farm was hot. The slaughtering of a pig on the farm horrified Watson. He said his view of farm life changed from ideal idyllic. Why did I write a word that I don't know how to pronounce? Idyllic to a death row for animals. Watson began to reassess his practice of eating meat. And at the age of 14, he made a New Year's resolution to never eat meat again and became a vegetarian. 18 years later, Watson gave up dairy after deciding that the production of milk and milk-related products were equally as unethical. After leaving school at 15, Watson was apprenticed to a family joinery firm, and at the age of 20, he became a joinery teacher. He taught in Leicestershire, Leicester, Leicester, I don't know these old English terms, so if you know them, let me know. I don't really know what I'm saying. Uh, Where he also played a large part in the Leicester Vegetarian Society. As Watson grew up, he did not smoke, consume alcohol, or make contact with foods or substances which he regarded as toxins. So that's straight edge today, I guess. Uh, In the 1940s, after learning about milk production, he became vegan. He explained his motivation as ethical concern for sentient animals. He's quoted as saying... Here we can see quite plainly that our present civilization is built on the exploitation of animals, just as past civilizations were built on the exploitation of slaves, and we believe the spiritual destiny of man is such that in time he will view the appearance the he will view with adherence the idea that men once fed on the products of animals' bodies. Watson is also quoted as saying, I was surrounded by interesting animals. They all gave something, in quotes. He, the farmhouse pulled the plough. The lighter horse pulled the trap. The cows gave milk. The hens gave eggs. And the cockerel was a useful alarm clock. It didn't realise at the... I didn't realise at the time that... What the hell have I written here? I didn't realise at that time that he had another function too. Ah, in regards to the chicken or the, the cockatoo. Uh, the sheep gave wool. I would never understand what the pigs gave, 
but they seemed such friendly creatures, always glad to see me. Then the day came where one of those pigs was killed. I was I still have vivid recollections of the whole process, including the screams, of course. One thing that shocked me was that my Uncle George, of whom I had thought very highly, was part of the crew. I decided that farms and uncles had to be reassessed. The idyllic scene was nothing more than death row, where every creature's days were numbered by the point at which it was no longer of service to human beings. So true in today's society, where animals are being used and abused routinely, and nobody really bats an eyelid. All it takes is a... You know, you got to take a step back and actually look at what we're doing. And as soon as an animal no longer has a purpose, it's trash. Look at the dairy industry where the male bobby calves are built or born, not built, where male bobby calves are born. They're sent off as a waste product. It just kind of shows the the complete lack of care and they don't, you know, the lack of reasoning where animals are actually, you know, real things with feelings and emotions. Uh, what am I up to? Critics claimed that he could not survive on his proposed diet. Standard. Uh, in November 1944, we got to remember, this is 1944 that this is all happening. We are now in 2018 as this is being recorded and people are still saying the exact same things that people can't survive on these diets, that it's unhealthy and, you know, it's shocking to see how little has changed in, what, 60... 74 years since you know november that's uh that nothing's really changed i remember when i first went vegan what seven years ago i think it was um it was ridiculous you know it was a and it was an absurd thought to think that somebody would stop eating meat let alone stop eating meat dairy fish you know everything else that comes along with it um so you're going to take that into consideration we're talking about 1944 here where somebody's saying that they're not going to consume animals anymore. Uh, where am I to? In, 19, in November 1944, in Leicester, he and his wife, Dorothy, and four kids founded the Vegan Society. Someone in the group would have come up with a word to describe their way of life, he believed. But he suggested vegan, the beginning and end of vegetarian because veganism starts with vegetarianism and it carries it through its logical conclusion. Watson and the group launched their first edition of the Society's quarterly newsletter, The Vegan News, in the same year. This is a vegan newspaper in 1944. This is the first, you know, promotion of veganism because you've got to remember there's no social media you can't tweet about it you can't just post a witty meme on instagram this is the way that you had to get the word out about this stuff is through newspapers so lots of people in the time would create their own newspapers they would create their own means of media because the media companies themselves are as corrupt as they are today but yeah so they created a vegan newspaper in 1944 no it'd be 45 by now he ran the publication single-handedly for two years, writing and duplicating the newsletter and responding to the increasing volume of correspondence. Watson explained his philosophy to object any harm to living creatures. A lifelong teetotaler, for those that you don't, a teetotaler is somebody that doesn't drink, a uh, very English term. He uh, became well known as a guide to hikers in the Lake District. 
A friend, George Roger, chair of the Vegan Society, described him as a very gentle man, quite intellectual, very knowledgeable, and a very caring person. Uh, Donald Watson was once asked what he felt was his life's greatest achievement. His reply was, Achieving what I set out to do, to feel that I was instrumental in starting a great new movement which could not only change the course of things for humanity and the rest of creation, but alter man's expectation of surviving for much longer on this planet. Um, on the 16th of November, 2005, aged 95, Donald Watson passed away peacefully at his home in the Lake District, which his daughter and good friend Joe were by his side. Joe said, Donald appeared to be totally at peace and was chatting philosophically and optimistically until shortly before he passed away. For his 95th birthday this year, to, uh, that was in 2005, his 95th birthday, Donald spoke to millions of people via the BBC World Service. He said, The genie is now out of, oh, sorry, the genie is now out of the bottle and no one can ever put it back to the ignorant days before 1944. When this seed was planted by people full of hope, now, wherever man lives, he can have a vegan diet. Which is so true, that in this day and age, we are now living in a time where it doesn't matter you know, where you're from, there's always resources available for you to have these vegan diets. You can... Um, you know, you can buy chickpeas, you can buy lentils, you can buy rice. It's uh, it's really become a worldwide phenomenon. And only recently on the news here in Australia, there was a thing about veganism taking over and how veganism's becoming mainstream and more hotels and restaurants and, you know, shopping centres are having to cater for the ever-growing need and desire for vegan products because it's just becoming this, you know, people are finally starting to wake up. So I thought it was... In, you know, I said it was important to start the uh, the Vegucated podcast with the man that started veganism, the man behind veganism, Donald Watson. Because uh, without him, you know, who knows where we'd be today if it would actually exist. If people, you know, maybe you might be a bit uh, called something different, who knows. But this man, Donald Watson, is the reason that we're all here today. He's the reason that we're all fighting for animal rights or curious about animal rights. Um yeah, so this is a little podcast that I've done in my spare bedroom at home, recorded on an iPhone. So, you know, this just shows that it doesn't matter. You don't need to have many things. You can still be talking about veganism. You can still try to get the word out, um, which is, yeah, what we're trying to achieve. What I, uh, So that's the end of that one. But what I'd like to do is, you know, in the future, I want to get some interviews going with some other vegans. I can, you know, call them on the phone and we can just have a discussion and really open the discussion to people all around the world uh, about veganism and, you know, see what people from different cultures, different backgrounds think and, you know, maybe help some people along the way. But yeah, that's it. Another little short podcast today. I guess they'll get increasingly longer as I get more information and talk to more people. But for now, it's just going to be nice little bite-sized pieces. But yes, I'm Josh Huggett. You're listening to the Beducated Podcast. Thanks for listening.